What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 32. Whoa. <laughs> we got a Harley <laughs> mobbing. We're starting off the podcast with a Harley ripping by on the freeway. Yep, you already know. That's welcome how we to, do it. Welcome to the podcast. We are outside of our office right now. It's uh, about 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. Yes, and this is my first time trying out these nice uh, outdoor chairs. How do you... What are these, lawn chairs? These, these are, are more camping chairs, I think. <laughs> okay, so we, we made a video on my second channel, which now I call my affiliate channel. Yeah. It's like unboxing where whatever we buy, whether like Parker gets some car parts or I get like, you know, some snacks for the office or in this case, lawn chairs. Yep. And we did an unboxing video and did that video did like 100 views. That's good. The video was actually presented by me, <laughs> so I don't know if that has anything to do with the success. Maybe that's why the success is so good on it. Yeah, is mine a little bit loud? Yeah, it's okay, but I like it. Oh, it sounds like I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I think I turned. It's yeah. like a little bit. We're both yeah, blowing yeah. out our oh, microphones. Oh, oh. Now I'm gone. I'm gone. No, no, no. Bring me back. Good. You're Bring just, me back. When it blinks red on the screen, it means that yeah. you're getting blown out. Oh, okay. I think that's good. All right. You hear me? Okay. Yeah. I, sorry, I, I was screaming before. <laughs> um, Parker was getting a little crazy. He just had to do a bunch of things for one of our clients on a Friday. Yup, and it's like it's six thirty-five. I'm Man, a, we're here late. It's been a busy day. Okay, so let's get let's get right into it. Let me turn my volume up again for the fiftieth time. Um, yep. So, from from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the last three days, I haven't been at the office. I've been working remotely, but I've been filming a new series on my YouTube channel for my paint correction series, talking about how my 2011 E92 M3 has really really bad paint. And we finally got around to doing a correction on it. Yeah. Which is cool because there's a couple different reasons now. My agency here at Burke Marketing, Parker specializes heavily in paint correction clients who do paint protection film, ceramic mm -hmm. coatings, PPF, uh, anything like window tint, anything like that. He knows a lot about it. Same with me. I started the agency with doing a ton of people that owned window tint businesses. So going to do going into this, I knew that there'd be so much value, not just in filming a YouTube video for the channel, but also to have Parker come see it for me to ask questions for me to see it in person and dude to yeah. spend three days with a professional detailer yeah my the first night I got home I don't want to sound geeky but there was so much information in my head it made me tired yeah because I spent 10 hours with Austin who did the correction and he taught me so much yeah well I don't know he that Austin is really smart you can just tell and he knows exactly what he's doing and it's cool to see him work because we can still talk to him while he's working He's that good at what he does. He doesn't feel the need to spend 100% of his focus on, you know, correcting the car or coding the car. He can kind of do it as like, uh, it's almost like muscle memory. Yeah, which is really cool to see. Um, but yeah, seeing it in person is way different than kind of seeing photos and videos of it. I watch a lot of videos um, just out of like personal interest on uh, automotive detailing and stuff like that. So I know how stuff works. Uh, I've just never kind of seen it, you know, in practice. So it was really cool to see. And Austin was really awesome. He let me ask like a million questions and he answered everything. So, yeah, a uh, huge shout out to Austin. I'm going to put his Instagram below uh, because we've been, you know, it's been nonstop. Parker filmed the video there yesterday. I filmed four and a half hours of raw footage, Yeah, which is that's the most I've ever filmed in any video I've ever done in any of my channels that I have. So today I, I went through, um, my friend Nate is here and then Parker does YouTube too. So I was like, what do you guys think? Should I do one huge video or multiple videos? And I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm out of it. So I, d I didn't really have like clear thinking. So I was like, I need help. 
Yeah. So when I ask you guys, you're like, yeah, you should split it up. I'm like, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Well, with all that content, you definitely have to do like a four part series or Dude. something like that. I mean, there's so much content. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, what I've noticed with YouTube, if I upload something that's too long or like too much of something, people don't watch it. Like I uploaded yeah. a video of my simulator and it was of me racing around for like probably 10 laps or something. No one wouldn't watch that section. They clicked off after probably like the first lap of of that so yeah i mean that's teaching you with that kind of content and then also with car content what does well and what doesn't and obviously i think a lot of people look at youtube from like a, a main perspective of okay how many views am i going to get well sure you could get like a million views yeah. but the watch through time where you can play multiple ads and people see more of what you're doing i think that's much more important than just a view yeah dude how um, many harleys another harley <laughs> I think Friday's a day to take your Harleys out. <laughs> our, our window is right above here. so And we usually always have our window open. Yeah. And uh, so we hear all these cars. We hear Aventadors, a lot of Harleys. A lot of Huracons. don't sound good. No, I don't know how I got a state ref when my car was halfway straight piped. But a Harley can be pegged at 8,000 RPMs with an open header setup. And they're like, oh, he's good. You're going to oh, be mad. Motorcycles don't have any exhaust restrictions. <sighs> They don't even have to get smogged, I don't think. Why? I think I read that recently. If I'm wrong, correct me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure motorcycles don't have to get smogged at all. That's great. Dude, I don't know. I just just had ticket dismissers. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. They just beat a ticket for me for a no front plate. So I don't have to get get anything corrected or anything. Ashton needs that. He Aww. just got one when I was in the car Poor with Poor Ashton. <laughs> Our friend with a silver E90 M3 that's set up for track spec. It's like TE37s and Varus wing and crazy suspension. He, we, My roommate and I, we all went out, and, and Parker and Ashton went out to get Boba. And I rode with Ashton, and then Parker rode with Fat in his Porsche, and then we swapped because I wanted to um, have him feel the E90. And, like, Fat and I were were getting up to a light, and it turned yellow, and Fat just went for it. And I was like, bro, yeah. why didn't you stop? Yeah. And then Fat just guns it. And then we like get to the next light, get to the next light. And I'm looking behind us. I'm like, uh oh, yeah. uh oh, where are they? <laughs> so we get back to the parking garage and Fat's like, where'd they go? <laughs> so I texted you. And then like five minutes later, Parker's like, oh, we got pulled over. I was like, no yeah. way. No way. Yeah. It so, was, and I, I was actually like really happy for Ashton because I mean, that car is set up like it's catless. It has a roll cage, it has crazy seats in it, it has a KMP steering wheel. It looks straight out of a race car. <laughs> and, the cop actually liked the car a lot, but the cop was like, yeah, I could, I know I could get you for like five things, but I'm just going to give you a fix-it ticket for the front plate. And it was because he was honest. Oh, he was super honest. He was like, yeah, this is Parker's first time in my car, and I honestly just want to show him, you know, like what the car does. I didn't tell you. He was like, oh, I respect that. That's, that's <laughs> the best way to do it if you're honest with yeah. cops. Dude, I was the same way when I got my state ref and when I got a couple other tickets. The best thing to do is be, be honest. But going back to the paint correction thing, Austin was awesome because – we managed to get so much content. We managed to get so much information. Not only was it just like cool and entertaining, it was also uh, educational. Yeah. So a lot of people ha- will have the chance to watch the video and we'll have two minutes of explaining something and then three minutes of like really cool detailed shots, like cinematic stuff. Yeah. Which you saw some of the clips today and it just shows like how a clay bar works and how the iron remover works and all these things. And I had Austin explain everything in between each session which the first day was fine i had no problem and the second day was a little bit harder and the third day we were both kind of like tired yeah we're out of it there's only so much you can keep filming on it's like how much more can you film of that angle of the car yeah so you got to a point where it was like the third day i didn't have to be there all day 
we managed to get most of the compounding done. We didn't film any of the polishing, only maybe a little bit. Other than that, it was just more of like, how do we, how do I structure this video for people to understand from beginning to end how a paint correction works? Yeah. Which if you're watching the video right now and you see behind us, dude, this car is like glass. Oh, <laughs> it's smooth as butter. It's ridiculous. I've never had this done to one of my cars. This is my first time doing a paint correction in general for any car and a jet black M3. I mean, you see every imperfection. Yeah. Like and everything. What's impressive is that correcting a car usually only consists of like one stage, which is where you pretty much polish the car and get the very minor imperfections out of it. Um, at least that's what I've learned recently, especially like when you get a new car, you probably want to do like a one stage and then you coat it or protect it with PPF. But with this car, it needed like a heavy compound to really level down the, the clear coat and get all that haziness, all that oxidation, all the scratches out, um, which takes a lot longer. And then you have to go run the car a second time with a polish which you know that doubles the amount of time and that's why i think it took so long mm -hmm. i think if it was a new m4 and only it had a couple of dealership washes where it got a couple of scratches like it, it wouldn't would, it wouldn't have taken so it wouldn't long have ta it would probably would have taken like a day and a half maybe yeah so it was impressive to see how much like uh i guess stamina he has yeah. like where he can retain focus for that long I would totally lose focus. I mean, I, we were sitting there and it was like 100 degrees in that warehouse. And, yeah. And I was like, just sitting there like, <laughs> damn, I can't think about anything right now. It's so hot. It's impressive to me because he's been doing this for a long time and you have to work like basically a one foot area, a one foot square. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, I'm going to do the left side of the car. Yeah. When you compound a car, you got to pick out a foot here, a foot there, a foot there, a foot here. Yeah. And a side of the car can take two hours you know that's just compounding so uh if you guys want to check out my main channel at spencer burke and we have so far one video live as of today as a friday i'm gonna work on some more videos this weekend but um it was very interesting to see the whole process and uh austin did a great job i'm blown away i'm sure in the next couple episodes of the podcast we'll talk more um i go back for my main my first maintenance wash at austin's place over in uh, la habra and he is gonna do a podcast with us so Probably episode 35 or 36 will be on here. That's cool. Which I'm excited for. I'm excited to see the the water beating off this coating. Oh, it, yeah. Because, you know, he was, like, showing it on the applicator pad, and it's so hydrophobic. It's just water does not stick at all. Yeah. One thing about this car, dude, is when, when I would dry it, I'm ashamed of how I took care of this car. Because when <laughs> I got it, it was in bad shape. Oh, yeah. I was just it like, was eh, like, whatever. So for the last year, I kept posting on my Instagram of, like, hey, are there any shops that are willing to work with me on something to make a video? Because I really wanted to make a documentary, a document this with somebody that I can trust and somebody that's good on video and someone who can communicate. And just yeah. all around, it's hard to find people like that because, first of all, you get people who are amateurs that don't know what they're doing that are still learning, which is not, there's nothing wrong with that. And then you get people that promise the world, but they're not good on camera. And then you yeah. get people that are like in New York and they're like, I'll do it. You're like, I can't go to New York with my car. Like, yeah. three thousand miles away. So... My friend Mike, who owns Precision Dynamics, was like, hey, I need you to go to, to Austin. He, he, he can help you out for sure. He, he does great work. And I've seen his work before in person. I've seen cars he's done. So it just linked up at the perfect time. And I think this month is my one-year anniversary with this car. Yeah. So it was a good treat to have it. But going back to what I was saying is that, dude, the, the, the scratches were bad and the paint was hazy. But the worst part was was the water spots. Yeah. I guess because the pH levels are different in some water, it can burn through your paint. Yeah. And there were terrible spots. We had to literally wet sand out. Damn. So I didn't know that. I mean, 
Well, yeah, with with water spots, uh, essentially it's like from mineral mineral water. So yeah. like, with whether that's, it usually happens w- uh, through sprinklers because that water sits underground, and it kind of absorbs minerals. And so basically, when it's spray like sprayed on your car and then it dries and then it bakes in the sun, all those minerals just basically get embedded into the very surface level of your clear coat. And it look it's frustrating because if you take deep tail spray or like. It Anything, won't come out. It does not come out. Yeah, it goes underneath. And you'll see in the video, too, we, we measure the paint. And the average paint depth for this car is like 5.5. The whole car is pretty consistent. There is a little bit of inconsistency on the back of the car. But if you go on the hood, it's it's pretty consistent. And it's interesting to see how, like, when you do a paint correction, when you do a one-step versus a two-step, obviously with more heat and pressure on the car of compounding or polishing, you take off a layer of clear coat. So there's only so much paint you can work with. So when he measured the car... If anything would measure low, you'd usually not want to work on it because you take off layers of paint. Yeah. So this car has paint was fine everywhere. It just had scratches in it. So it was interesting to learn how the depth of the paint can affect how much pressure you're putting on, how much you can take off. Right. So if my car, let's say, was at 5.0, when I brought it in, it's probably at 4.7 now. Yeah. Which is it's normal, but it was because of how much clear coat we took off to level everything. You think it's like valleys and peaks of paint with the scratches and everything, he just leveled everything out. And then we put a coating on top of that, but I don't want to give too much away. You guys go watch my YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. It's all on there. Yeah. It's everything's going to be on there. The funny thing is I could talk about this forever just cause like I could too. I don't know. I've been kind of like studying it for such a long time and especially at work and everything. Bro, so. bro, BBS RIAs on, I want your a car? S- on both of our cars. I would love, a set. Should, are we still inserting photos? Uh, maybe we can. I want BBS RIAs. I want to hit up Brett and be like, dude, Parker and I need a deal. A joint venture. <laughs> a, I would uh, love <laughs> some of... I, oh, my God. No. I, is it the RIAs or the... I'm I'm obsessed FIR. with I'm obsessed with E88s. That's my favorite wheel of all time. But RIAs are just as... RIAs are a different category. BBS is more motorsport. RIA is more street. And then FIRs are, like, really skinny. They're really skinny spokes. Oh, yeah. Okay, then it's the... I'm forgetting the names now. Which ones are you thinking of? The ones you you want. There's a private jet that's rolling in. I want <laughs> I want E88s. No, no, the... RIAs. Yeah, I want those. Yeah, those I sent you a great. picture the other day of the silver ones. Or they're, like... I think they're, like, carbon mm. silver. I don't know. Something like that. And it was on a carbon black E46 M3. It was beautiful. It was all paint corrected. And mm. I was, like... That's me in the future. <laughs> That's me. They're they're such nice wheels. It's a different level when you get BBS wheels, and I'm trying to build this car to be a little bit more higher quality, so I'm looking at different options, but I don't know. I have my simulator coming in soon, which I'm building. Parker just built his simulator, and, I mean, you and Olsen just got a simulator. Yeah. He has one. TJ. TJ Hunt just ordered his. I still need to watch that video. Apparently, he spent twelve grand. i am not surprised. I mean, simulator. like I said, he kept DMing me, asking me about, like, this is his main question was, can you get a simulator altogether? Yeah. Because every simulator I've built had to be separate. Computer, yeah. steering wheel, the rig, the TV, the TV stand. Like, it's not, there's no one who's made it easy unless you're spending over 10 grand, which is what he did. Right. So, who knows? Man. Yeah, that's that's tough. I could, that would hurt to see that kind of money go just for, like, I mean, it's, like, realistic, but at the end of the day, it's still kind of a video game. So, I would... You got to be dedicated to playing it. I mean, I'm, he has a lot of money, but I would never spend that anytime soon. 
Well, I, I got mine, and uh, I have the Logitech G920, and then the play seat. I spent 350 bucks. It was used for like a year. Um, it was like a younger kid that had it. Bought it, bought it from a kid that was nine. <laughs> he was like <laughs> so young. Like when I was t- talking to him on off rub, it sounded like he was like my age or something. Like just super normal. Like not, not like he was saying like big words and stuff. And then I showed up and it was this like little kid and his dad, and he was like, "Yeah, um, I use it maybe like once a week." Um, his dad's trying to teach him negotiation skills. I, yeah, I think his dad was doing the texting because, like, it sounded nothing like what the kid sounded like. Dude, that's hilarious, bro. I remember you telling me that story, and I'm like, that is so funny. But <laughs> that that seat that you got is really cool because it's it's more of a, a GT style position, which I think is more comfortable. Well, it's like, it's definitely, um, it's well, a lot of the race seats are kind of like straight up. This one's like lean back. So I like that. It, it's almost like more. F1 style. Obviously, the F1 drivers kind of sit like All laying back. back. Yeah. But yeah, it it makes you like feel like you're actually kind of in an F1 car. I wish the pedals were a little bit higher because like maybe I'll get a box. Or can something. you modify it? Um, you can modify like the how far the pedals are, but like they have to be on the ground. Oh. So like I I kind of want to get something to put the pedals on. Yeah, you could probably find something. I bet you if you look up that seat and look up like mods on it or forms yeah. there's probably people who do stuff like that it, it's pretty cool though the the biggest issue i have with it is that i have to sit like this because the the chair it like it's like your seats in your car where this the side bolsters oh, are like they're super so tight. tight yeah so i'm sitting there just like my thighs are like <laughs> squished together but I, I bet you can find a, some kind of mod for that it gives you kind of like the realistic experience of being in an F one car. Yeah, those guys are so slammed in there. But if you're trying to game for like nine hours, dude, you're gonna you're gonna get up and be stuck like that and be like well, walking around. I get up every twenty minutes because it it hurts otherwise. That's rough. <laughs> that's that's dedication, bro. Yeah. Someone's like, hey, can you give us an honest review of your play seat? You're like, yeah, I stand up every twenty minutes because it hurts. <laughs> you're like, ah, I don't buy that one. Well, <laughs> I love it though. It's. It's pretty, I mean, you really can't beat 350 bucks used. Like new, it's like, I think it's like 500. Yeah, and plus you got the steering wheel and pedals and everything, and now you got an Xbox too, man. Yeah. Stoked. Spencer just, so the other day <laughs> I mentioned that I didn't have an Xbox of my own. I play all my roommates' Xbox. I've never seen the, like, need to get an Xbox, but now I'm moving out in, uh, at the end of the, I'm moving out the end of July, so yeah, I'm going to need to get my own stuff. And so I mentioned that I don't have an Xbox myself. And then Spencer must have just went over right to GameStop <laughs> and bought me, he bought me a one. So that's awesome. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Of course, it. dude. You're welcome. Well, you're talking about it one day. And I was asking him, like, what one, you, what one would you get? Which one do you want? And then you were telling me everything. And I was like, all right, I'll get that. So I ordered <laughs> it right then. And I was just thinking that it's easier when you don't have to think about stuff where when you move, you're going to have to get a TV, get an Xbox, you know, you already have your play seat. So you're like yeah. going in reverse. You're like, I have the main thing, but I don't have everything else. Yeah. So I think it's going to be easier for when you move. And honestly, I mean, my simulator is going to be here soon, even though they keep pushing it back. But hopefully by the time that I get into my new place or whatever, in my current place that I'll have my stuff, you'll have your stuff. And then yeah. Nate will have his all set up and we can all play together, Yeah. which is the goal. So I wanted to make it easier for everyone. So I was like, you know what, man, yeah. why not? I know. I was like, what? Because <laughs> I do remember like vaguely mentioning that. I mean, I, obviously I never mentioned stuff 
maybe maybe kind bars but i never mentioned <laughs> stuff like expecting him to buy it for me or uh, anything i was looking at that new koenigsegg Rivera, <laughs> and i was like man i really wanted one of those <laughs> it shows up and manny's like oh my car's checked no 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 that's that's parker's <laughs> <laughs> i'll drop subtle hints for snacks like i'm like man some uh extra flavor flavor explosion um goldfish sounds really <laughs> good right now man <laughs> well we I try to, I think making life easy is good, especially in your workplace where the morale has to be strong. So what I do is I always make sure we have energy drinks or coffee or kind bars or pop chips, something that is reasonably healthy and quick. Yeah. Where in, and water too, or like I've got your water bottle. Like that makes me happy to know that you're staying hydrated. And like yeah. same with me, I never drink water. Now that I have a water bottle, like I actually drink water. I think so. I like that because of like the way that it works. <laughs> like I don't, I I usually just get like water cups or whatever and but I don't know something about this one it's a Gator <laughs> it's like the Gatorade sports bottle with uh, where like all the athletes use it and so every day I don't know why I find it super satisfying to see how far I can get the water stream away <laughs> from my mouth well it's it's a legitimately like if you're in a timeout during football practice yeah that's what the water boy w- runs around with and he's like all right get your water and yeah. you just see Parker over there just squeezing a water bottle in, in the middle post I'm like timeout <laughs> I'm like waiting for it to throw a football across the room even though we have a football and basketball in our office right now yeah but I I think it's funny that like I said having the morale strong and making sure that we're all happy and you know, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday today, dude. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's crazy, man. It's a. Uh, it's like, oh, we already said the time. It's like seven, but what are we sitting at? Twenty-two minutes. Uh, yeah, twenty-two and ten seconds. But I think we have to do, uh, minus one or plus one because we fiddled around with stuff at first. Yeah, we're still learning this mobile podcast, but I got to make a quick Instagram post. I don't know. We got it pretty nailed down. There's not much else we could do. Well, I feel I feel confident with the audio. I'm glad the wind test worked. These these microphones are directional and yeah, they're uh, great for wind. I do that. So we're right now. This is where our office is, and next to us is Entrepreneur Media or magazine or whatever newspaper, where the hell it is. <laughs> and they have a basketball hoop outside, and no one's used it. I'm like, how are you an entrepreneur if you don't use your basketball hoop in your, in your parking lot? That's our calling. So if anyone wants to come hoop with us. I'd be down. That'd be sick. Yeah. I don't know about during the day because it's been so hot. It's been so yeah, hot Yeah, but like here. right now, we could totally have a game. I mean, I think this is the right time to actually do it, and I'm willing to do it. I just think that maybe there has to be some kind of wager. What, like put money on it or what? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Whatever you Put want. Put my dude. Xbox on it <laughs> so you can win it back. You just <laughs> throw your Xbox down. This is what I got. <laughs> Nate throws down all of his camera gear. <laughs> oh, his gimbal. That'd be so funny, dude. <laughs> well, I, I think it's cool, though. I like how they have a basketball hoop. And then I like uh, I like standing on the chair to look out our office every day. Oh, congrats to Manny on the new Bugatti, too. He got his fourth uh, yeah. Bugatti. Man's living it up. Not the fourth Bugatti in general, but his current fourth Bugatti. Yeah, I'm well, pretty sure. Yeah, didn't he have like at least two other ones Dude, that he I sold? Th- I think he's had four or five, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know, but oh yeah, because he had the, another blue one. Yeah, he had the blue and cream one, and then he had a blue and black one, and now he has this one. He's got the Chiron and a bunch of other stuff. So Rembrandt. Yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's hard to keep up with it, but we were in the office on Monday, and when we walked in, we saw it, and then like 30 minutes later. Our friend Nate, his editor and filmer, um, goes downstairs, and then out of nowhere, like our feet just start vibrating. Yeah, and like, oh, okay, that's a Bugatti starting up right now. <laughs> Nothing compares to the 935, though. I never experienced it, dude. I, I was know. in Florida. You'd be like, "What is this? An earthquake?" <laughs> it's, it was like the um, 
the bass from it was so intense. Oh, was it? Because he used to, he used to park it like right there, which is like right below our office, and yeah, George and I were sitting there, and we'd just be like, you literally vibrate, <laughs> like nothing compares to that. I I remember I can always tell the difference between the McLaren P1 and then also the Carrera GT. But I, yeah. I never hear the Wyra. It's just too quiet. Yeah. It's and it's really on the quiet. other side. But he, Manny's doing some cool stuff right now to his office. And he just had, I think he just posted a picture of his desk. It looks really sick. His desk is really cool. But uh, I'm excited to see a bunch of other cars. Dude, there's so many private jets landing. Really? Yeah. There's like PJs everywhere. I can't see them. Oh, sorry. I'll just, I'll just let yeah, just, you know. Just call them out and uh, <laughs> tell me what the model is to make. It's a uh, Cessna 925 uh, Brandon Watson 24535. Brandon Watson. <laughs> <laughs> he's my friend that knows a lot about planes. Oh, every time I post, Brandon. Every time I post a plane, he's like, oh, that's the XJ225-500. Oh, it's a Jaguar. Never mind. <laughs> XJ220. <laughs> You're like, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon, for Appreciate pointing out it. what plane that is. It's like a UPS <laughs> plane. Yeah, but I... Uh, it's a great Friday, man. Uh, I'm pretty tired. I'm really hungry. I don't know what to eat tonight because Barbie I have gone to the pizza. grocery store. Barbecue chicken pizza. Dude, gym's opened up again today. Fat just sent me a text. Officially, LA, LA Fitness has opened as of today. 24-hour fitness isn't, which mm. is where I go. They're waiting another, like, 10 days, the which pe- doesn't make any sense. The people at my pool were putting out chairs today and umbrellas. Ooh. Like, oh, it's on now. Oh, I'm going to – What? yeah, I was looking at my um, – my community board for my place and like nothing nothing on the pool reopening nothing on the gym reopening i'm like i'm paying for this stuff they like, should they you should, should re- i feel like it should be an option i know like people have to follow the guidelines and stuff and follow the rules like especially apartment complexes and gyms but i feel like it should be an option where i mean at, at the very least maybe test people's temperatures or take people's temperatures yeah. before they go in because like if you're not sick um we're going to watch this guy struggle to get out of me spot. so nervous right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to get run over. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it should be an option where if you most definitely don't have it, then you should be able to go do normal stuff. Yeah. And just very cautiously do it. But um, because another thing just came out about the CDC where they said people that are asymptomatic, you know, are not showing any symptoms. It's like almost impossible for them to pass on any sort of virus. So all this time, everyone that either has not been sick or asymptomatic, it's kind of been pointless to, for us to like stay home. <sighs> well, I will not get into the deep conversation on this, but I agree. I think that there should be an option for something where people are cautious. And I just want to like beyond all that, I'm worried about people's mental state because a lot of people rely on the gym yeah. to be mentally stable. Yeah. And not just physically fit, but mental. Like I, I've been going crazy because I would go typically two or three times a week, even on my slow months that I wouldn't train heavy yeah. just to do cardio or yeah. just to get a pump of some sort, dude. It's like it's it's tough. So I I'm thankful that things are going back to normal. I hope this quote unquote second wave is not as bad as people think. I hope it's OK. But I think this time the good thing is moving forward for the rest of our life, people are going to be very cautious. Yeah, I think that's good. I think a face mask is really good because well, coughing. There's going to be more viruses probably that are even worse than this. And I think this is a big wake-up call for the U.S. I think like, so, too. I think, you know, things will be more prepared going forward. There will be some kind of, like, base guidelines on, like, what to do, what not to do. Yeah. Um, which is which is good. I think we needed that. And I think this whole virus showed just how messed up america is on organization well, we're terrible at it i think the same thing like with 9-11 when the terrorist stuff happened yeah everyone was unprepared for that yeah and then you look at 
more terrorist attacks. I don't keep up with all of it, but that was obviously monumental or, a, you know, an, a, a terrible thing to happen where people had to be on guard. And now the same thing with people getting sick. You know, I think our last 10 years, there's been everything from, I think, SARS to whatever else yeah, happened. Yeah, I forget the other ones. I don't know what the other ones. And then swine flu. I remember that. And, like, yeah. it seemed like those would build up progressively. But this is by far, I think, because social media and so many people online, there's so much attention that people read an article and say, I can't go outside or see my family or whatever. It's like, you just well, got to be cautious. Yeah, this one was a lot worse than, like, other How much time other viruses. Uh, let's see. What are we saying now? Oh, we're probably done. Uh, okay, camera's about to go. Episode 32, thanks for watching. Please subscribe, thumbs up the video on YouTube, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Twenty nine thirty two. I can't see it at all. Yeah, I'm about to close the virus. I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. We're going to do that real quick.